Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm really happy to be here with you today. We've got a great show in store for you. Throughout this month, we've been sharing our That Sounds Fun tour live conversations if you weren't able to hear them in person. We did save some of the interview just for the live audience, but you will hear most of it here. And today is the last of the live shows from June that we recorded on tour, but it is not the last of the That Sounds Fun podcast tour shows, friends. That is right. Today, we are announcing that on October 1st, we are taking the That Sounds Fun podcast tour to my hometown of Marietta, Georgia. We'll be in the Strand Theater, which is this beautiful historic theater in my hometown. I cannot wait. Right there in downtown Marietta on the square. Tickets are on sale right now, and there's a very good chance that this one will sell out because everyone from Atlanta and the surrounding areas yelled at me when we didn't have you on the original list. I know it's because we always had the strand coming in October. So grab a ticket today. It's going to be such a fun show with comedy, fun coaching, a live podcast recording with a special guest, and so much more. The only thing that will make it more fun is if you're there with us. So just go to AnnieFDowns.com slash events to get your tickets. And if you're not in the Atlanta area or you don't want to travel to the Atlanta area on October 1st, stay tuned for some more fun news coming your way very soon. But today on the show, we have Sharon McMahon. Sharon is a former high school government and law teacher who earned a reputation as America's government teacher amidst the historic 2020 election proceedings for her viral efforts on Instagram to educate the general public on political misinformation. Her mission is to share nonpartisan information about democracy. And in the process, she's amassed hundreds of thousands of followers online, including me, affectionately called the Governors, who are doing some pretty cool things in the world. You're going to hear all of that in this conversation. So let's just jump into my episode with my friend, one of your favorites, and finishing out our live tour episodes, Sharon McMahon. And now will you please join me in welcoming our guest, America's government teacher, Sharon McMahon. Hey! Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on. How many of you saw Sharon picking what to wear yesterday on her Insta story? Yeah, me too. It was very behind the scenes. I liked it. This got the most votes. Yes. So this is what I want. Understandably, it's lovely. Thank you. Okay, I need you to explain this whole thing to me. Because suddenly you have... 700,000 Instagram followers, and you're talking about the Constitution. It is a mystery. It is. It is. It, it a modern-day mystery. It is a mystery. I have the same questions as you. <laughs> um, who knew? Who knew, Tru- right? Truly. Who knew that this was, like, something that people were interested in? I didn't. Right. I'm over here talking about, like babies and, you know, stuff that I thought people would find interesting. And apparently what the world is missing is the First Amendment. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, you were just running your normal Instagram life. What triggered you to start going, I actually know all of this. I should start telling people so they aren't dumb anymore. Yeah. I mean, that is a big motivation. Yeah. Let's make people less dumb. Let's be... Less Listen, dumb is Sharon better. and Annie, here to make people <laughs> less dumb. Um, okay, so there was actually a specific moment where oh. I was scrolling Facebook. Yeah, and sorry to hear that. I know. 
It really is like my least favorite place. Uh -huh. um, scrolling Facebook, and I saw a conversation that one of my friends was having with one of her friends. And I didn't know the other person they, they, she was conversing with. And I was internally like, that is... 100% wrong. Oh, really? Like, everything you were saying is super wrong. Yeah. And at the, in that moment, I either, I made the decision, I'm not going to argue with strangers on the internet. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't ever end well. It doesn't. Right? Nobody is ever like, I have seen the light. Yeah. Thank you for yelling at me with yeah. all caps. I've yeah. changed my mind. Mm -hmm. That's correct. I have... You've convinced me. So I decided what I was going to do is just start making some little videos, like yeah. explaining, here's how the Electoral College works. Yeah. Here's what blah, blah, blah. Um, that people could refer back to yeah. and that they could drop a link into, into their own comment section yes, yes. instead of me arguing with 500,000 strangers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when was this? When did this start? September of 2020. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So less than a year, mm -hmm. you've gained half a million Instagram followers. <laughs> That's insane. It is. It's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> what do your real life friends think now? Um, you know, it's mixed. Uh, some of them are, <laughs> I have a couple that are like, I don't, I don't even understand what this is. Yeah. Um, and some people who are like, I'm just like the most proud of you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, Please don't forget me. <laughs> You're like, I'm in my house on my phone. I can't forget Literally, my friends. Literally, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, most of them are just super supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Were you already done teaching public school? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. last year, were you, did you have another job and this yeah. is like taken over? Yeah. I, I mean, before the pandemic, I, I've been a professional photographer for a long time. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. I knew that. So... I've been working, taking pictures of babies. Yeah. Um, which is, a, I've loved having that as a career. It's been a fantastic career. And then obviously COVID changed a lot for a lot of people. Uh -huh. And this COVID gave me the time right. to do this. Right. Um, I was a very busy professional photographer. I had, you know, probably shot 400 sessions a year. Oh my And gosh. I would have never had the time to be like, let me make some videos about the Electoral College. Right, right. Before. You know, especially knowing that I had clients waiting for me to edit their pictures. Yes. Right? Yeah, because that's it. If you're shooting 400 sessions, you're editing 400 sessions. Correct. Plus, like, 20 weddings a year, which have, you know, a 1,000 pictures in each of them. So I always I felt... I don't understand you. How do you do that? <laughs> Did you ever sleep? M minimal sleep. Yeah, Minim yeah, Minimal yeah. sleep. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the COVID gave me the time to do it. Do your kids... They don't love when you cry on the internet. No. Yeah, they don't love that, which is understandable. <laughs> they, that teenagers are allowed to have feelings. What do they think about the rest of this? What does your husband think about the rest of this? They think it's, you know, my teenagers are like, it's weird. Yeah. You know, it's weird to them, um, especially because nobody else's mom is as weird as me. <laughs> you know, like, why can't you just be a normal mom that works at a bank <laughs> and doesn't cry on the internet right. and doesn't try on clothes on the internet and doesn't, you know, like, why can't you work at a bank and just come home like other people's moms? <laughs> um, 
but um, I will say that my son who is in college, um, like the president of his university, apparently oh, wow. is very like, can you get your mom to come talk here? <laughs> and so he, he, he thinks, you know, like now that he's getting a little bit of clout, yes. like that, now it's more now interesting things are different. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you going to start doing that? Are you going to start speaking and stuff? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like this. I mean, I yeah. guess I did get you out of your house. And I know. I, are you going to start going in public and <laughs> know, talking? Weird. weird. What an idea. Um, one of the things, I, I, I love what you teach us about government, and I want us to talk about it, but I think the actual thing you're an expert at is building community. That's what makes everybody stick around is not just how much you love whales and not just how you... It is the whales. It is the whales. It is Those the whales. Those videos, though, are so sweet. Also, no way did that guy get swallowed by a whale. Mm. See, I, you, there were a lot of people who were real mad that I was questioning that his whale story... Did y'all see story. this news story a couple of weeks ago? Will you, will you just recap it, and then I'll ask you this community question. I won't yeah, forget. There's, you know, it's a story where a man who's, like, diving for lobster claims that a humpback whale swallowed him um, and he couldn't see anything and then it spit him out. Yes. And like weeks ago, not Jonah. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe it happened. I wasn't there. Sure. Like, I, I'll leave room for the possibility. Sure. But also, but. Uh, if it's pitch black inside a whale's mouth, how were you able to say it was a humpback? Uh. <laughs> really? Detective Sharon. Yeah. Like, oh... Also, this is a 50-foot-long animal that weighs hundreds of thousands of pounds. And you didn't hear it? (laughs) You didn't didn't see it? You you said in your story, you said, you could see the lobster. Yeah, there were lobster down there. But you couldn't see the whale. But you didn't see the 300,000-pound animal. But there's a lobster (laughs) that is this big. It just doesn't equate. No. Um, You know, whatever. I'm leaving room for the possibility that it really happened. And you also taught us very early in all this, facts don't care about our feelings. Nope. Facts don't care about Mm -hmm. feelings. And the fact is, that's a hard story to swallow. That is a hard sell. That's a hard hard sell to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're just very good at making us all feel like we know each other. I mean, your followers are called governors. Mm -hmm. You gave us a name. Yep. Somebody else came up with the name. Which is a big deal about how you build community that yep. someone else wanted to have a name for the thing you're building. Yep. How do you do, how do, you do that? How do you learn how to build community like this? I am just walking through the open doors, Annie. That yeah. is what I am doing. Yeah. Um, I, there was no master plan of like, and now let's execute step 17. <laughs> of... The community building, um, you know, like they're, they're, you're ascribing too much credit um, to me. I don't believe it, but I hear you. Um, you know, some of it, I, I do think some of it is the fact that I have been a teacher and one of the things that you do in a classroom is you build community in that classroom. Yeah, that yeah. C- classroom community is extremely important and when your classroom community goes off the rails, like anybody who's been a teacher knows how challenging that is. And so the like culture building, community building from the very beginning is crucial when you're a teacher. So, I mean, maybe I drew from some of that experience, but I, I certainly have had not had the experience in like, let's just all, all of us get along. Yeah. You know, like that's, I, I don't, 
have any experience with that. Yeah. I actually really like that you don't make us all get along. I like when there'll be times y'all seen it, but there'll be times where she'll say, okay, if you lean left, tell me how you feel about this. Now, if you lean right, tell me how you feel about this. And then you'll post both. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to have the same opinion to be able to enjoy each other. Which is a lost art. It really is. To enjoy someone who does not share your opinions. Right right now in America, we have um, a standard for friendship is check all the boxes of like, how do you feel about this, 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 and this? And if we are not in alignment, then we are not friends. Yes. And... That is not how it is supposed to be. No. Humans are actually um, not meant to get along that well. Mm. You know, like that is kind of by design. Because yeah. if we all get along perfectly and agree on everything, there's no growth opportunity. Yeah. If it's too easy, you're not growing. And if you cut everyone out who doesn't agree with you, you will stop growing. Or you'll just yes. grow in a circle. The growth comes from the discomfort Mm. and we are excising the discomfort too often from our lives and we are excising the opportunity for growth when we do that. How do we find people to follow that we don't agree with, but don't make us furious or is it okay Mm. if they make us furious? Mm. You know, it's, that's completely up to you. Um, And I think it is important to know your own mental health It's important to know, like, what are my boundaries? What can I tolerate? Some people like me have a very high tolerance for differing opinions. You know, like, don't be a high school government teacher if you can't listen to some really stupid things. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, Yeah, big opinions from mm -hmm, 14-year-olds. Yes. So, you know, like, I have a high tolerance for it. It doesn't offend me if you feel differently than I do. I don't need to get worked up about it. But some people, their personality is such, they don't have the, um, you know, the innate personality characteristics that allow them to gloss over it in the same way. So some of it is knowing your own uh, limitations, what you can handle. And, you know, if you're somebody who's very sensitive to it, like one small encounter will knock you off your, um, knock, knock you off kilter, then find somebody who is, you know, maybe slightly to the right or left of where you are, but who is gentle about it. Yeah. You know, like dip your toes into it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that in an effort to grow that you need to follow all of the most inflammatory pundits. Right. You know, right. like protect your own mental health. Protect your own mental health without excising growth. That's right. That's yeah. that's the trick. Yeah. Right? I, I don't personally follow any pundits None. on the left or right. I'm not interested in being screamed at. Yes. Like I get screamed at by enough other humans in the you world. You do get screamed at so much, don't you? <laughs> I have four children. Well, I also meant the internet. I didn't the mean internet. your children. <laughs> um, so... I don't, I, you know, when I listen to people who are on cable news, it, that to me is far more challenging to listen to because a lot of them are saying things that are just simply not factual (laughs) and I don't appreciate it. I'm so mad. I want to be able to watch TV and believe them. Right. But I can't. I know. That's infuriating. It is infuriating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the accounts you share a lot is All Sides, is that Mm -hmm. what it's called? That really kind of helps us see, I mean, when they post the same news story. And in the center, will say, here's what the center says. 
Here's how the left titled it. Here's how the right titled it. I think I'm going to pass out because I'm like, I can't trust anyone on this planet. (laughs) See, there's a difference, though, between um, bias and lie. And I think that is where a lot of people get hung up is that being biased, we're all biased, um, doesn't mean that you are lying. So you can have a set of facts about something, you know, like this building burned down. These are the set of facts surrounding it. And then there are a variety of ways to interpret those facts. And we all take our own lenses, our own experiences, and apply them to a set of facts. Like, for example, the building that recently collapsed in Miami, you know, like the condo building. Um, If you look at the news stories about it, so like the building collapsed, right? That is the fact. If you look at the news stories about it, on one half of the political spectrum, you have people talking about how like, we've dug up all of these code violations. There have been people who have said this building is in danger for multiple years. And on the other side, you have, this is a conspiracy. This building was there, uh, John McAfee, who was a, you know, tech genius, owned something in this building. Um, and you know, he, there's some kind of secret something that's going on with it. So you have this set of facts and send people interpret them in different ways and whether he owned a condo there or not, I don't know. But, um, anyway, bias is not the same as lie. How can we sort out a bias in a news story? How do we, like, what's some filters that you use that help you figure it out? I mean, is it just always going to all sides and seeing, well, if you're reading these five sites, they're leaning left. If you're reading these five sites, they're leaning right. How do you sort it out? A lot of it is the adjectives that are used. You know, like, I obviously know what the bias leaning of various websites are, various news organizations are, but a lot of it is the adjectives. So, for example, just to give you something that happened recently when the stimulus bill was recently passed, some news organizations characterized it. They said... um, monster bill was jammed through Congress, yeah. right? And other people were like, help is on the way. Yeah. So I'm not, and that's not even an exaggeration. Right, like, that's that exactly actually happened. Yes. Um, but yet the fact is the bill passed. Yes. Right? So yes. those two ways of looking at the bill indicate the bias yeah. of the news organization. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation with Sharon really quick to tell you about another one of our incredible partners, Olive and June. Listen, y'all know this about me. You've seen my Annie's Fun List video on YouTube with glitter nail polish. You've seen my Insta stories about my ombre method of uh, extending a manicure. I love having my nails painted. The challenge is that I would definitely call myself an amateur at painting my own nails. I mean, I try, really, I do my best, but they end up looking so messy and chipping like within a day. And then the alternative is all the dollar signs involved in getting regular salon manis. Olive and June's Manny system is here to save the day, y'all. I love Olive and June so much. Now we know that DIY manis that look salon perfect and last seven plus days are actually possible. Olive and June's Manny system comes with everything you need for beautiful DIY manis all in one box. It's only five steps, y'all. And it comes with Poppy, this brush handle that you can change out on all of the bottles of polish. It's comfortable to grip, so it steadies your hands. It makes it so much easier to paint with both hands, y'all. It means both hands end up with smooth, perfect manicured nails instead of one looking great and one, well, 
not as much. The Manny system with six polishes breaks down to $2 a manicure. I mean, y'all, I used to spend, well, like more than $30 just for one gel manicure. And all of the June polishes are amazing, y'all. I love the color options. Yes, they have glitter options. And their polish is so shiny, and it looks just like gel, and it does not chip. It lasts a week, y'all. I couldn't believe it. This never happens with polish. My nails look great, and I did them myself. The Olive and June Manny system is the secret behind salon perfect nails at home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And as my friend, you can get 20% off your first Manny system at oliveandjune.com. Just use the code that sounds fun. Your new nail life is here, my friends. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code that sounds fun at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Mannies. Okay, this is the new us now. All right, oliveandjune.com, and the promo code is that sounds fun. Talk to me about the um, anger you get back from people. Because I think it's really interesting you'll share, you are very good at being neutral. And the way we know that is that people from the left scream at you <laughs> that you're clearly on the right. And people mm-hmm. from the right scream at you <laughs> that you're clearly on the left. How is, what has that done to your soul to not only gain this many followers in a year, but to also gain a good collection of trolls in a year or two? <laughs> The gift that nobody wants right. is the trolls. Right. Um, you know, the random strangers, I, again, I've been, I taught high school for a long time. Like, you don't, I, if you don't like me, I don't really care that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's that aspect of it. But what is more interesting to me is the people that have a blue check behind their name. And what goes on behind the scenes of some people that y'all know, nobody that is in this room. I was like, me? Um, (laughs) She got it done on me. Not you, not you at all. Um, But you would absolutely know them and you would be shocked. At how unkind they are At how absolutely rude they are and incredibly mean behind the scenes. People of... uh, renown in the faith community with blue checks behind their name who are the meanest people. (laughs) Like, the meanest people. You're lying. I'm not at all. I wish I was. And they just, like, DM you trash? Absolute trash. Um, And I have let them continue to follow me because I... I think it's telling that this is exactly, you know, like to be able to see, oh, this is what is actually happening behind the scenes? That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm so, so that's, mad. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I, I don't know where to go. I'm so angry. <laughs> I just, that, mm, um, we will be f- talking about this later. <laughs> Y'all are going to see me say some things on the internet <laughs> in the very near future. Why don't you quit? I love it. I truly love it. I know that I am... Um, Right now, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm yeah. using the gifts that I have. Yeah. Um, I'm using the knowledge that I have spent many decades acquiring. Yeah. And um, I feel like what I'm doing is making a difference. Yeah, it is. I am so much smarter because of you. Like significantly, oh. it's surprising how. Yeah. We all there. They are too. Really. Why do you love the Constitution so much? 
Well, you know, there are things about it that, I mean, I think everybody who, who uh, has spent a long time studying, there are things where you'd be like, you know, I wish it said this instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are, everyone has those things. Um, but overall, I just love how enduring it has been. Yeah. I, I really enjoy thinking about what went into it. Yeah. Um, I enjoy thinking about where the people who wrote it had come from in life and what it took to get it to that point. Um, it was, you know, we like to think that it's like eight, eight dudes and like a quill, yeah. you know, like thinking about all the best ideas in the world. In reality, it was like um, a room of arguing people who hated each other in many ways. Um, they were, in fact, sometimes meaner to each other than we are today. Oh, wow. You know, like yeah. would hire a hire a writer to do nothing but write hit pieces in newspapers on their enemies in which oh they gosh. called each other horrific names. Wow. Um, so that it's just fascinating. Yeah. And so I love that this group of humans who is like, you are hideously ugly and your mom <laughs> is horrible. And, you know, like all of the things that... Um, <laughs> You can look up some of the insults they threw at each other. Um, that they came up with something that is um, has never existed in the world, yeah. and had, still has never existed that in the has world. Never existed in the world. I've never thought about that. You said a couple of weeks ago on Insta Story that we were meant to have a constitutional convention repeatedly. That's when they wrote it. They thought we would. We're going to revisit over it. Over it. Interesting. We're going to revisit this. Um, Thomas Jefferson's proposal was, we'll revisit this every 19 years. He's such a weirdo. He is a, he's a big weirdo. <laughs> big, big weirdo. weirdo. Big weird um, energy. He, his vision was, we'll revisit this every 19 years. And we never have. <laughs> oh, because why? Because why, why would we, would do, we that? do that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I think a thing I didn't realize until this election until January 6th, um, is that the Constitution is very safe. It, is, it really protects us mm. in so many ways. It says ways. what it says. Yes, it says what it says. Mm -hmm. And so the, uh, people, I'll just say some things. QAnon has all these ideas of what could happen, and you keep saying the Constitution How about you read won't it? let that happen. How about you read it? Right. <laughs> um, that's, you know... It says what it says. Yeah. How about you just read? It's actually not that long. Right. You know, we think that it's like a war and peace or like a Shakespearean I tragedy. I think it's long because you know? one time I saw it in D.C., it was very big. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's actually not that long. Some of the amendments are one sentence long. Ah. So, it, I mean, I'm not saying it's a summer beach read. <laughs> you know, like it's not page turner. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's very, people are like, well, how would I even, I mean, it's very easy to look up. Like what, do, what does the 12th amendment say? Yes. Like it's very easy to I'm find sure that information. I'm sure if we Googled the constitution, oh, we could read the whole thing. I, quite easily. I would think so. But it exists so. on many websites. Um, why should we, why does it matter that Americans read the constitution? I don't think that anybody needs to memorize it. I just think it is. I wondered you. if you had it memorized. Do you? I don't have the whole thing memorized. I have the, I have some of it memorized. People don't believe you. <laughs> um, so, sorry, you don't think we need to memorize it. You, you don't need to memorize it, but it helps to know um, 
what's in it? You know, yeah. like just like your favorite book, you don't memorize your favorite book, but if you were to say, and are there dinosaurs in this book? Right. You should be able to know that like, yes yeah. or no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we should know if there's dinosaurs in the constitution. So right. you don't have to memorize it, but it just like read it and yeah. be like, then you can know, you know, I thought I read something about that and like, okay, what is the 19th amendment? You can refresh your memory, but it's just good to know what's in it and what's not in it. Yes. Like women, not in the constitution. Uh, education, healthcare, not in the constitution. So a lot of things that we like to be like, well, that's unconstitutional. Is it though? <laughs> You're well, like, it could be a lot of other things, yeah. but it, the constitution doesn't mm -hmm. mention it. That, right. That's right. It can be illegal because yeah. there are other laws beside the constitution. Right. Right. Um, but there's a, most things, in fact, are not in the Constitution. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Most things in the most world are not aren't. in the Constitution. That's right. right. Um, this is a dumb question. I'm sorry for asking a dumb question. Can we still add more amendments? Do people do that yeah. a lot? Yeah, oh, we absolutely can. You can change it anytime you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. But every 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can absolutely amend the Constitution. There's, it's a long process, and it's a big hurdle to overcome. You know, like you have to have two-thirds of both houses of Congress plus three-quarters of the state legislatures to, uh, to agree. All 50 state legislators? Three-quarters of them. Wow. Yes. So it's a big hurdle. Yeah. But there's but it they obviously intended for it to be amended because yeah. the instructions for how to amend it are written in the Constitution. <laughs> right. So... It's not like they didn't foresee a time when we would need... These were not stupid humans, right? right? They knew that they had no idea what was going to happen 300 years in the future. Right. And that this one thing maybe was not going to serve every single thing that may ever happen. And you might want to make changes to it. So yeah. here's how you would do that if you want to change it. Who's your favorite politician in history? See, everybody says Abraham Lincoln, right? Like, everybody says him. And so, because I don't like bandwagons, I'm not going to say Abraham Lincoln. Um, I didn't know everybody said Abraham Lincoln. That's news. I think news. most people do. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Most people do. Like, he did a lot. He did a lot of good things. Yeah. Um, I, I have always had a soft spot for John Adams. I knew you were going to say John I Adams. Yes. He's so boring. He's so boring. He's so, He's so boring. boring. I watched that dumb TV show because you told me to. And it Did was you hate a it? snooze fest, what? dude. I finished it, but it was a snooze fest. What? He was in a bed in Paris sick for like two and a half episodes. I could not. I could oh. Get Not, but off I of this because I like stage. You. I did. <laughs> Why? What is it about him? What do you love about John Adams? The I, first one, not the Quincy. Not the Quincy. No. No. I bet he's more interesting. <laughs> but I'm he not was, watching that show. <laughs> Lesson learned. He was the first president to ever be photographed. The Quincy was. He, was he? Mm -hmm. <gasps> to be photographed? Mm -hmm. That's cool. And he looked like whatever the dude's name is, that is the... Back um, here? You're yeah, back here. The right guy here. back in your cabinet? Whatever the dude's name is that is that works at the bank at Hogwarts. <laughs> I cannot remember what, it is, what his name is. I wonder if they built the Hogwarts guy <laughs> after John Quincy like Adams. Him. Yeah. What is... You guys, anybody know what his name... 
grip hook. Yeah. He, look it up. Yeah. Not do right a now. Side by side. Insecure. Don't do it right now. Do a side by side. Yeah. Okay. He looks like grip hook. Now go back and tell us why you love John Adams. Okay. Second president. Yeah, yep. he was George Washington's vice president. Um, I love, first of all, how plain spoken he is. When he was the vice president, he was like, this is the worst job <laughs> that has ever been. Right. He even, he said in his letters, like, my country could not see, conceive of a worse job <laughs> than vice president. And that amuses me. Yeah. It amuses yeah. me that yeah. he's not like, I love being the vice president. I'm the you know? first one. This yeah. is awesome. No, he's, he's like, like this is bored. the worst yes. job. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I also love his commitment to his principles, even though it was not pol- politically expedient. Huh. Even though he you know, lost the election and people were like, you suck. Right. Um, he had principles. Yeah. And do I like everything he had to say? Of course not. But um, I have to admire a politician who sticks to their principles and yeah. doesn't just do what is going to win them political points. Yeah. Hey friends, just taking one quick last break to hear from one of our amazing partners, If Lead. If Lead is coming up on August 7th, you guys, you don't want to miss it. Y'all have heard me talk about my friends at If Gathering before, and you know how much I love their founder, my friend Jenny Allen. But this time I'm going to be live in Dallas, Texas hosting, and I want you to be there too. It's a virtual conference for women, and it is our chance to pour into you as a leader. We know you're tired, and we know you've been through a lot over the last year and a half, and we want If Lead to be a chance for you to reset for the fall. Some of my favorite Bible teachers are going to be there. So grab a couple of friends, watch it from your living room. It'll be the perfect refresher you need to be encouraged as you move forward. You can get your digital pass at If Lead 2021, like IFLEAD2021.com. And they start at just $29. Again, that's IFLEAD2021.com. And I'll see you there. What do you think about what Hamilton the musical has done for American government? I am a Hamilton fan. I love Hamilton. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I can um, do guns and ships. I won't do it now, but I can. I can. That's impressive. Thank you. Well, that is impressive. I, I can do the, I, I'm not as good at the French part, but the American part, <laughs> nailing it. It's impressive. Thank that's you. one of my, that's like my, one of my top favorite songs in Thank Hamilton. You, yes. Um, I think it's, I love it. I mean, I love that it has reignited people's interest in yeah. the revolution, I, which is one of my favorite historic time periods. I love that it has um, brought light to some historic characters that have been underappreciated. You know, he obviously, you're never going to be president now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Um, I didn't know what the Reynolds pamphlet was since seventh grade. And now I'm like, oh, you want to hear about the Reynolds pamphlet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, I, I, anything that in, ignites people's interest in history and government, I'm a fan. Is most of it true to the story from what you know? Like, does, did they do a nice job of retelling history? Or are we, like, memorizing songs and facts <laughs> that are just not even real? <laughs> a lot of it is, is very close to history. Some of it isn't. Like, the rapping is yeah. not <laughs> in the history. You know what? Good point. That's <laughs> Not a great in the history. point. <laughs> um, but, you know, so for example, when he, um, you know, there's a few, like when he meets Angelica Schuyler. Yeah. She was already married. Excuse me? Yep. She was already married. Also, that last name does not look like Schuyler, and it makes me insane. (laughs) 
Wait, it's German. she was already married? She was already married in real life, yes. Um, and there's a few other things where... You're not going to finish that story for me? What happened? <laughs> Did she get divorced? No. You know, like, it, you know, there's a, she says, I've, you know, met a husband sailing off to England. He's not, he's met yeah, a wealthy yeah, yeah. husband. Okay, he's not okay, very okay, interesting, right. et cetera. You know, like at some point during the show, she gets married and got it. leaves. Okay. But she was sense. already married, had not moved away, but was already married when he met her. Okay. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you've done, well, uh, first of all, talk about your favorite time period in, in American history for just a second. Is it the revolution? Mm-hmm. That's one of them. I mean, I love the revolution because it is, I mean, there's what's not to love, frankly. <laughs> what's um, not? The American revolution, what's not to what's love? What's not to love? Um, you know, one of the things that I think about frequently is how difficult life was for people. How difficult it was and what kind of obstacles people have overcome. Yes. And... Just thinking about Hamilton's life, um, you don't see his childhood, obviously, in the show, but you know that his mother dies. His mother was, he's, they continually reference the fact that his mother was a woman of ill repute. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you had it was very, very difficult to move yourself out of that situation. And so his mother dies. He's put in the care of a cousin who commits suicide, and he, but he's so bright. Yeah. And he sails you know, across the ocean and is just like, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He li- literally is no connections. Like, I'm here. Um, and the idea that you could come from that and be on our money. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that, um, that is interesting to me. Yes. Um, I also think about, you know, the people who immigrated to, let's say, um, Georgia, South Carolina, a lot of them were from Scotland. Yes. Um, where it's, it's, Breezy and cool and rainy, and then they moved to Georgia, Georgia. where you was born, where you are wearing multiple layers of wool, and there's no air conditioning. Um, that I mean, I am a Minnesotan, and so that idea of like I'm gonna live where there's no air conditioning and wear multiple layers of wool, like even that is like. Mm, no. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think the same about, I love Wild West. I love Pioneers. I love that whole story because I think they, they gave up everything for this one thing they believed, that it was going to be better there than it was here. I mean, the challenges, we have no idea. I might get mad if I run out no. of toilet paper. Right. right, and they like gave up everything and lived in a wagon. People ask me all the time, like, has, has it ever been as bad as it is now? I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like here, let me, how much time do you have? Um, The idea that you have a reasonable expectation of living to old age now. Like even that right there. And and your children. And you have a reasonable expectation that your children will grow up. Yes. You have the ability to, you know, vote and read as a woman. Like how much time do you have for me? You know, like you're not in, we we no longer legally enslave millions of people. Right. You know, like how much time do you have for me to tell you how much worse it used to be? Yes. Yes. I... Because of Mary Poppins and the Sister Suffragette song. Yes. I mean, yes, I love Mary stay Poppins. With me. 
I love Mary Poppins. I sing that little song to myself every time I vote, and it makes me teary. Yes. Because I'm like, there are women not three generations before me who never got to have a vote. Yes. Cast off the shackles of yesterday. Yes. 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 Thank you. Mm -hmm. It just just moves me. It moves me. I love it. Um, My favorite line from that song, though, is... Though we adore men individually, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> we agree that as a group, they're rather stupid. Yes, that's the yeah. line. That's the line. <laughs> but they say they're rather stupid. <laughs> I like guys, so it's good. Um, the other amazing thing you do. In, with your community is you rally us to give away everything. <laughs> we give away our money. We give away our blood. <laughs> we give away letters. Our blood. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Literal blood. I mean, talk about the medical debt forgiveness. You said to us, if we give a little bit of money, it'll, this company will release a lot of medical debt. How much did the governors end up releasing of medical debt? $147 million. $147 million. That is unbelievable. Over 74,000 people got a letter in the mail saying your debt has been paid. Can you imagine getting that letter? No. That is unreal. And then will you talk about, speaking of letters, will you talk about after January 6th, you said to us, send letters. You know, watching what happened and then seeing what the condition of the Capitol was after that happened. Um, and, you know, everybody was up late, glued to the TV, like, what is going to happen? Are they going to take a recess for the rest of the day? And they decided they weren't going to. They were going to finish what they started. Yeah. And I remember seeing a story on the news where somebody said, the Capitol is now being cleaned so that Congress can return. And that, that phrase just struck me. Like, it is somebody's whole job to clean up this mess. The, they're no fault of their own. Yeah. Um, they are the people, you know, like, and if you read about what went on in terms of, like, the stuff that was smeared everywhere, and it, it was not, we're not just talking about sweeping, okay? Right. It was not cute. Mm. It was not cute at all. Um, somebody's job to do that so that we could have democracy. Literally, it is somebody's job to clean so that democracy can continue. So to me, that was just like this whole situation hinged on people being willing. Like nobody was thinking, I'm, I'm going to get an emergency janitorial call. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like there's no janitor emergency. But to right. like call everybody back in. Um, out, you know, after some of their own had just been shot, wounded, um, you know, hundreds of people were injured. They had just essentially suffered a workplace shooting. And had to go back and do this very thankless job. You know, they're not the people on television. Nobody is um, giving them medals. Um, I just felt like that is worth celebrating. And so you said to everyone, just write a letter. How about you just write a thank you note? And send it to the Capitol. Yeah. How many, do you have any idea how many went? It was over 25,000 letters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 25,000 letters. 
to the janitors at the Capitol. They published, so the Capitol, um, yeah, you know, the staff has a staff magazine that they publish quarterly. And so they put out a special edition of their magazine and That's mailed adorable. it to all of the people no. that work there. Mm-hmm. Oh that had a lot gosh. of the, like, pictures of the notes that... There were a lot of teachers who had their like second grade classes yeah. and stuff like that. So they, they put those together in a, um, a book and sent those out. That's incredible. You, you do such important work. I mean, Thank not you. only teaching us, but teaching us. I, I do not watch Insta stories because I'm on a book deadline and it's one of my rules. So I don't really watch <laughs> Insta stories, but I don't miss yours because oh, I you. love learning. Thank you. And, and you teach us really generously and honestly. Thank you. But I also love learning through how you lead. Mm. And it really impacts me. Thank it you. It really matters. Thank um, you. Tell us a couple of things where we can keep up with you. Sharon says so on Instagram. Yep. You have your classes we can yep. take. Yep. And you're starting a podcast. I have a podcast coming out. Yes. Yes. Um, I have a podcast coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, I already have... So many episodes recorded. Excellent. So that will be exciting. Um, yeah. How, how do we keep up with all of it? Sharon says so.com. Sharon McMahon. SharonMcMahon.com. Okay. It's yeah. all there. Yeah. Um, our time flew by. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we cover? Oh, my gosh. How, how is it already over? I don't know. Because we're very good at this. <laughs> Making people less dumb since 2021. <laughs> That's Annie and Sharon. It's a worthy goal. <laughs> So worthy. It all. is. Um, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Well, I always love to laugh. You yes. know, like that is always, I love to laugh at myself. Uh-huh. And um, I just love laughing in general. Yes. And you know what sounds really fun, though, is like a latte looking at the Alps. Okay. Mm-hmm. That she sounds went from really laughter fun. to a latte at the Alps. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Like sitting and just like taking in uh, the Swiss Alps with my fancy coffee. Have you been there before? No. No. Okay. Mm. So you just imagine in my what mind. It might. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> that my is all I care about. Does. What That's sounds right. fun in your mind? In my That's mind. That's all I care about. Yeah. The Alps. Might be goats. <laughs> With I like bet a, you're right. a bell. A bell, okay. Like a bell around their neck. Yeah. Some kind of a yodel <laughs> would be good. In the goat or just another no, person? A human. A human yodeling. Yeah, like you know those big alpine horns yep. that they use that they call their cows with? Yeah. I like those. <laughs> That all sounds really fun. I think if I just keep waiting, you're going to keep adding to the story, and we're really here for it. So we started with laughter. Great. Yep. And then we Alps latte yeah. sitting. Yep. Goats. Notice there's no strenuous mountain climbing of any kind. I don't want to cl- mountain bike in the mountains. No. I don't, I don't like things that are dangerous. Um, I have enough blue check mark religious leaders yeah. that are attacking me. Um, <laughs> that's dangerous enough. That's enough. That's right. Um, are you okay if while you're sitting with your latte and your goat and your horn, if you can see hikers or I don't even want to see them doing it? No, that's fine. Okay. Other people can enjoy the view. That's okay. fine. Um, maybe there'd be a massage later. I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
before lunch or after lunch? Well, before lunch, and then I would have, or I mean, like, right after lunch, but then I'd have time to go, like, change for dinner, and then there would be, like, a fancy dinner. Yeah. Which I would look nice, and the yep. food would be delicious. Okay. That is my idea of a good day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We receive that if yeah. we like it. Yep. Yep. Um, friends, if you are not already following Sharon Says So, I hope it will be the first thing you do when you get in your car before you start driving. We don't do that in drive. Um, but will you please join me in thanking Sharon McMahon for joining us. Oh, friends, don't you just love her? Ugh. Gosh, I love Sharon so much. And listen, you need to go watch her sister suffragette Insta story that she did over the weekend. I mean, she's just incredible. It's a highlight on her Instagram. If you aren't already following Sharon, which I'm guessing you are, be sure to give her a follow at Sharon Says So if you're not following her already. So you can tell her thanks for being on the show. And she just started a new podcast. It's called Sharon Says So, which I highly recommend. Be sure to check that out as well. And don't forget to hop over to AnnieFDowns.com slash events to grab your tickets for the October 1st show at the Strand Theater in Marietta, Georgia. And be on the lookout for some other fun news coming at you very soon. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I'm thinking about TikTok. Do I need to do it, you guys? I need to know your thoughts. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday with, oh my gosh, y'all. Y'all are going to be embarrassed how hard I fangirled on these guys. But Monday, we got Shane and Shane. Shane and Shane, two of my favorite worship leaders. Y'all join us on Monday. See you there. Yeah. Check, check, one, two, on a microphone. Any of your car to your home.